in five, four, three, two, one. Live for the culture. I got my brother from another mother on here, my boy Ra, aka the Rizza. Man, say what up, though, bro. What up, Io? Man. Day one, homie, baby. Day one, man. I appreciate you coming on here, man. I just wanted uh, to tackle the recent death of Kobe Bryant. And uh, this is the second installment of Be Like Mike. Yours is titled The Mamba Mentality. And uh, I just wanted to, uh, my first question to you, because you know we came up, man, playing ball since we can remember, we go up to Toronto to the Gus Mackers and the Hoop It Ups. And, you know, sometimes we take some L's and sometimes we dominate. And, right. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that, uh, young Cole, baby, that hurt. That hurt, we, man. Y'all came out of high school that same year, man, 96. That's, you what, know? that's what I said on the uh, pod. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. So what I want to do is just basically, uh, you know, because I did the first one where I was just tackling how I felt about it, and I wanted to show yeah. the impact of our generations because I know you was a Kobe guy. I was an MJ guy, but I love Kobe. And you was an MJ guy right. too. So my first thing that I just want to tackle is what Michael Jordan meant to our generation first, what it meant to you. Uh, man, Mike was a blueprint, man. You know, sometimes I dream he is me. <laughs> Be like he Mike. That, uh, he had that grace. You know, he brought that 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 finesse to the game that you know that 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 most people haven't seen outside of Dr. J. Yeah. And then uh, he was he was the mid range king, man. As you watch him, you know his athletic abilities. Uh, merged with his cerebral capabilities later in his career when he got that four, five, fifth, and six. Yeah. Championship, man. He the blueprint. He the you blueprint. Know, so you look at Young Cove, you look at Vince Carter, you look at T Mac. Yeah. I mean, you look at all the great two guard, three guard, you know, swing man that came out the NBA, man. The, you know, all the best ones, G Hills. I mean, yeah. everybody got that mic in them, man. That's everybody. what we grew up watching. Everybody. So, you know, that, that younger generation, Kobe was the best to ever emulate Mike and possibly skill-wise become better than Mike. Yeah, yeah. And that was this generation's, which is, you know, kind of transcended our generation, man. We we kind of lucky from the back, from, from our, our perspective, our generational perspective, because we got the best of both worlds. I we said that. We got to that. grow up yes. looking at Mike, and we got to watch Kobe grow up with us. Yes. Um, like... For just being, and I said that in the previous podcast, I, I, I always say we the best generation. I'm not knocking the generation before us. I'm not knocking the generation after us. They, everybody's going to have, you know, the, 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 you know, when we came up. What you want to say is we the last of the breed. Right, right. We came up during the 90s, you know, when the hip hop was really just, you know, we was kind of too young in the 80s. We remember stuff, but. The 90s and the 2000s, and now is where we kind of live in our lives. And uh, Mike was everything for me, man. When I I hated him, I, I hated the Bulls, you know. And I became just like the 
huge uh, MJ. And I think you hit the nail on the, the head about the, the that second generation after Mike. And I think we can conclude include Kobe in that. But, you know, you got this third generation. I think I'll put D-Wade in there, Kawhi, Westbrook, um, Kyrie Irving, and those guys into that third Jordan tree. But just transitioning to like Kobe Bryant, it's a, you, we try to pattern our games. I, when I watch you play, I see a lot of your blueprint coming from Mike. And I know. Oh, that's uh, all of us, man. Uh, I, right. That's all of us. That, that was you in middle school, remember? You used to be taller than me. Yeah, right, right. I was telling everybody I was five foot eight since the sixth grade. I ain't grew since. <laughs> But I, I remember just going out there one day seeing you play, bro, and uh, I think we was at the Joe Dumas, and, you know, it was always a pleasure to watch my guys play, you know, because you sometimes be like a deer in the head, like watching your boys go to work. And I had said, I said, man, that move looked like Carmelo. But really what I just said is that move looked like Mike, <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, I'll be like, damn, because you had that uh, good back down fadeaway. You know you know what I'm saying? It was MJ perfect. And, you know, Melo and Kobe, I think, are the two guys i seen, you know, almost like exactly like him. Right. And we spent our whole high school and middle school trying to be like Mike. And you hit the nail on the head also – Kobe and we came out the same year, Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Kobe's the same age as us. We had the best of both worlds to see Mike and Kobe, right? And Magic and Bird and Iverson and even Giannis today. But talk about your transition of like trying to pattern your game after Mike. Like, what, what was your thought process? Man, we all did it, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we didn't have the athletic, we didn't have the height. I mean, we was all athletes of our own right. You know, if we if we had the six foot four to six six eight, yeah. you know, genetic gene, I, I think all of us would at least have to start at the NBA easily. I think if our games would have stayed the same, mm-hmm. when we, you know, 21, 22 years old, yeah. if our games would have stayed the same, and we miraculously had if we had a twenty two year old game, my twenty two year old game at six foot six. Oh, league all day. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You was you was a killer. I mean, we was all killers, but you was a killer. You was a killer, man. That mid-range. I mean, all of us in the mid-range. And then when we added that three-point, man, Rashad, we was out there, but man. But your game, your game advanced way earlier in life, though. You know what I'm saying? You had a... You had a strong game coming out of like you know middle school, going into high school. You had a strong a game. A lot of work. I appreciate that, but that was a lot of, and that's where I'm gonna get back to the Kobe thing because I think before Kobe, nobody worked on their game more than than Michael Jordan in the history of basketball. In the history, like from the weight room to the diet, like Jordan changed how this whole generation takes care of their body. You know, he's kind of like the when I we said that before, he's the blueprint, but he was kind of just like doing the weight room because the bad boys was beating him up. You could see you got the years, you got the skinny Mike, then you got the little mid, you know, my mid 20s and my man strength Mike. Then you got that Mike that was just ripped, 
You know, <laughs> like like you like he walked down the hallway like you didn't want no problems. Like Mike was took care of his body, and I think Kobe saw that and he tried because he Kobe lacked two things that Mike didn't have: the vertical, which I don't think it mattered as much, but it was really just the size of his hands. That was just the difference to me, the size of the hands. He had good hands. I mean, you know, he had. NBA size hands, but I, I think he knew he didn't have that, and that's why he worked so hard on his game because he figured to be better than Mike, he had to work on the. Mike had no weaknesses, but if Mike had a weakness compared to Kobe, Kobe's left hand was more fluid, right? And you know, and Kobe took Mike's footwork and. I think they had basically the same footwork. I think Kobe did some things better in the box. I think Jordan had some things better in the box, but it was pretty equal. But I just think that was the one difference is Mike's hands. But besides that, they were exactly the same. I don't see too much difference between their game. Yeah, I think Cole was a better dribbler mm-hmm. than Mike. I think Mike was more effective and more efficient. Uh, with creating space. I mean, they both had, you know, Kobe had Mike's fadeaway down to the T identical, but Mike was more efficient at creating space creating on the space. fadeaway. If you, if you look at a lot of highlight film and you look at Mike fading away on cats, even when they challenging his shot, he still got a good six inches I, in separation. I agree with you, man. I, the, and I think Jordan created better spacing, mm-hmm. um, but he can also be he can make the difficult shot like Kobe. Kobe couldn't create that space, but it didn't matter. <laughs> Kobe was still going to score. <laughs> like so you think like so Kobe was us, right? He just got he hit the genetic lottery. Right. You know, right. Like, you know, he was the guy that actually was like, I'm going to be like Mike. And he tried to be better than Mike. And he almost did it. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, uh, you know, it was a sight to behold, man. You know, it was unfortunate, bro. You know, watching that, that brother pass in the circumstances that he did, man. You know, and everybody, his daughter and everybody else on that chopper. But, man, it's, it's like surreal, man. You know, you know, like I said, we all came out of 96. We was in high school when Kobe was in high school. We followed his whole career, watched him go through his his, his ups and downs, the rape case, all that stuff, mm-hmm. man. You know, alleged. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, alleged. Yeah. You know, um, but at the end of the day, it's about growth, man. You, you could tell he was working on himself. He was working on being a better person. You could tell he was working trying not to be an asshole, which is a, a huge testament to anybody. Because an asshole is usually gonna be an asshole from, 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 from the cradle to the grave. But when you can identify that you have, you know, personality traits or characteristics, you have flaws that can be worked on and you do it, you know, and you consciously make your effort to do it, man, and, and it's noticeable, you know, that's growth. That's growth. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this, bro. You know? Big bro. Um, I've been watching a lot of interviews with him like three weeks prior to even his passing. So it's kind of eerie for me. But um, 
the universe, bro. I don't. I, I thought he was an asshole. I don't know if he was, man. Watching the interviews of when he was actually playing and him explaining his thought process, I think he was just hard, and he wanted to win. And I think it may have came off that way to us on the outside looking into him but now we got hindsight and i'm looking back on it he seemed to be a pretty good teammate from the interviews and some of the backdoor stuff footage that you get to see him interact with his teammates you know i just think he was competitive like we were we scream and yell at each other all the time on the court i don't think i think we got asshole traits in all of us especially all my homies but I don't. I think we always came from a good place with heart to try because we just wanted to win, and I, I just think Kobe probably was misunderstood in that. You know, like you know. No, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Dude, I agree, hundred percent, man. <clears throat> I think, um, I think that he had some moments where you know, like getting caught out there on the street talking about buying him. Yeah. Talk, you know. Was stuff he like lying though? <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. He wasn't, you know. He was like, he's terrible, you know. But I don't know if I was, you know, it, it really depends, man. And then, you know, he he was an introvert, you know. He really didn't hang out with his peers and stuff like that. They really didn't know him outside of basketball in the practice. Because all, all he did was basketball. Yeah. Right. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a different dynamic. He got you know, caught out there in that social media. That was the first of it. Like, I, yeah, Mike and them didn't have to worry about that. So, you know what I mean? He didn't know that was going to yeah. go viral. And that was in the the infancy of social media when that came out. Yeah, like when he went in on Bynum. I mean, Bynum ended up being a pretty good player. But, I mean, Kobe went lying at the time. He <laughs> said he wasn't lying at all, man. You know, you know, but Cole was like every, like Michael Jordan, man. Like winners, like people that are assertive, you know, alpha males. Yeah, you come from, you you may rub some people the wrong way at times, you know. So, like, what happened with him and Carl Malone? What was the full backstory on that? Well, Carl Malone was in the late. From everything I just know, I don't know Carl Malone. I'm not, you know trying to take no shots at him as a man. I'm sure his family loves him. But, you know, when he busted Isaiah Thomas' head open because he was busting uh, John Stockton's wide open because John got put on the Olympics, it wasn't John's fault. You know, John Stockton, Isaiah introduced John Stockton to the Hall of Fame. They were actually pretty tight. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so that I was thought they didn't like each other. And I was like, dang, John Stockton got Isaiah introducing him to the Hall of Fame. And uh, that stuff he did with Magic, Carl Malone, where he was like, he didn't want to play with Magic because he had HIV. And then I believe he tried to hit on Kobe's wife or something, some creepy stuff like that. Yeah, he just, you know, Carl Malone, yeah. like, you know, he just, you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what to say. I just don't think that's, uh, Carl Malone not cut from, I think he's a, one of the best players of all times, but I don't think he was ever cut from that cloth that we know. You know what I'm saying? Kobe was cut from that cloth. He might have been an introvert and socially awkward, but Kobe was a real dude. You know what I'm saying? Carl, I don't know. Carl Car- Malone wasn't. He, I don't know. Man, Carl was different, man. Like that stuff don't fly. Let me ask you this, Ra. Yo, with the 
between, and we kind of expounded this, expounded on this. What's the similarities that you saw between Mike and Kobe's games? That was just something maybe people wouldn't even know to the, because you got a great basketball mind. Man, kick knowledge, kick, kick knowledge. Man, the footwork, exactly. having a good feel for your opponent, you know, having a good feel for your opponent's body, being able to feel which way their momentum going in contrast to yours and knowing how to use their defensive inertia to your ability. I mean, they just had a great feel for the game, man. They knew how to take the contact and finish. <clears throat> Both got high IQs. Um, I think that um, – both obviously very cerebral. Yes. You know, you have a situation. You got two players where, you know, if if, if Mike was having an off-shoot night, you know, he going to the cup. He going to the rack because he know he's going to get to the free throw line. Right. You know, Kobe, you know, when you a scorer, you can miss 12 straight, but you're going to keep shooting because that 13, 14, 15, you just see it going in. Yeah, right. So a lot of times Kobe would shoot himself back into a game Right, mm-hmm. um, where he could have paced himself and maybe fed on his teammates a little bit more, but you know sometimes Kobe uh, would go overkill, overdrive with it, not knowing when to get his teammates involved at this, that, and other. And when you're a great athlete, man, you know especially like the game of basketball, you feel like you can make every bucket. Yeah, you know, I, I think you feel like you can make every bucket. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think Kobe, those times when Kobe's was like Kobe was like that, is when the Lakers really were bad. I think when he had, I know people are gonna go to the O four finals. They feel like he shot um, the Lakers out that series. I, I never felt that way. I did think he shot too much, but Tayshawn was a hell of a defender. I think people forget that. Um, and the Pistons just were better that year. I mean, that's just the Lakers were in their fourth title and, you know, their first four finals in a row. And that is tough. That is tough, you know, to go. You see, we just saw the Warriors go through this. It is tough. Your body start failing you. Y'all stop liking each other as much, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think that was one of the biggest upsets in NBA Finals history, though. As much as I love those Detroit Pistons, man. That's got to go down as one of the biggest NBA Finals upsets, I think, in my opinion. I think people think that. I called it because I watched the Pistons play them twice that year. You know, once in Detroit, once in L.A. They split, and they should have won that game in L.A., and it was just a bad matchup for L.A., really. It was just a bad matchup. Um, but I agree with you. Let me ask you this also. What did you think Kobe learned from MJ? What was what do you think? Are, I mean, we know the obvious stuff is moves, but how about the cerebral parts? I mean, when you listen to the interviews between Cole and Mike, you know, it's because like, you know how cerebral Mike is. He always explaining to Cole, you know, in a, from a scientific perspective about the game, you know, how to get a player up in the air and, you know, all these different tactics and, and um, you know, offensive strategies. Right. But, I mean, I think they all got that that from Phil Jackson. I think that's a common denominator, man. Yes, sir. You know, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, yeah. reading books and, uh, you know, things that, make you, you know, make you consciously aware. So, you know, you know exactly what you're doing on that basketball court from the decision standpoint. Kobe said that, too. 
And Mike said the same thing, man. That's a great point. Man. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Phil was a Phil was a master psychologist, or I, w- I would think, in terms of how you think the game and uh, how, making Mike understand he had to trust his teammates, or they weren't going to win any championships. And Kobe too. He the same thing he had to do with Kobe. Like you know, he had to tell Kobe, like Kobe, you work insanely hard on your game. No one can understand how hard you work on your game. So you're thinking like this guy over here is not working hard. He's working hard, but you're insane. <laughs> you know, like so <laughs> like guys are not going to work that uh, that hard. You know, like, you know, us, we was in the gym. We was in the gym. We were because you, you, we, we be watching games all the time and saying this dude ain't worked on his game. He three years in the league. And he <laughs> he can't shoot a mid range shot. He ain't got. You can't be at least seventy five percent from the free throw. You, you know, like we don't understand yeah, that. That's we can't understand that. Like especially with all the analytics and all the the science behind basketball. Now we didn't have that stuff growing up, man. We just work work on the left hand. Where we didn't, you know, we had a few moves we worked on. But now you, they got you go on YouTube. Hey, you can learn how to do several James Harden moves and, you know, like to a science, you know what I'm saying? And we didn't have a lot of that growing up. We was like VHS tapes and just keep watching. I got to ask you this one um, because I was trying to, reason why I did this be like Mike thing for our generation and I had you on there is because I was saying on my first pod about this uh, topic is that I always embraced Kobe, but I didn't fully embrace him. And I didn't realize until he passed that I would like the the similarities in my personality and how I thought like Kobe based on us chasing to be Mike. And I and I see the same thing. I see when I see Kobe, I oftentimes in the interview can see yourself in there and then just his family structure, having daughters. And I know he was one of your favorite players. I mean, how did that affect you as a father, his passing? Oh, uh, man, my, my, when, when I heard that news, man, the guy from work, uh, Big Joe, uh, uh-huh. from my job, man, he, he texted me, man. I was like, you got to, I said, man, you BSing. And he right. was like, man, breaking news. So I looked at it, checked all the media outlets. I said, man, this can't be real, bro. And I started tearing up and crying. And my daughter was like, what's wrong, dad? And I'm like, man, Kobe gone. And then when it, when I found out about his daughter, like an hour later, man, that just made me cry all over again. I mean, that's tough, you know, because mm-hmm. you got the whole life in front of you, man. You got you got so much that you could do mm-hmm. that you was planning on doing, and and a lot of times it make it make you wonder, man, like what's the grand purpose? You know, you know, why did the good die young? You know, the right. the, the, the the kids that was in that helicopter. You know, I mean, I I I I, I, I at worst, you know, I hope that they were able to hold on to their little ones during that process. You know, just hold them tight when it was happening. You know what I'm saying? I see, but, uh, you know, I see it's your, just not I see your relationships with your daughters and that connection that you can have with Kobe. I, I know that hit you hard. I know that hit you hard. Yeah, man. They, You know, they... Uh, yeah, they all exotic looking girls. Yeah. 
You know, Absolutely. I think that hit every father hard, man. I think throughout the whole sporting world, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's and we all got an expiration date, man. That's one thing that we can bet our life on is death and taxes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, it's how you lead is playing. You know, mm-hmm. it's how you go out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he went out. He went out trying, like his daughter Gigi, from what I've been just researching, apparently you, she already had committed to UConn and she was going to be special. And Kobe, I mean, it's not, you know, you love all your kids. He loved his oldest daughter and his youngest uh, toddler daughter, you know. But he saw something in his middle child because he was like, she. he literally said she was 13. He said like three years ago that Gigi was going to be, was better than him at his age think about that like she oh, wow. was she was going to be something special she already committed to UConn like she okay. was apparently like you know the uh I forget who the she was at the Laker practice and she was practicing and one of the NBA coaches is like oh my god that's his daughter <laughs> like like she was that good so she could have been she could have been the greatest woman player of all time. Uh, we know we don't even know no more. That's what hurt me there the most. Um, let's just break down his where Kobe ranks all time for each. You know, with this stuff, um, and I'm gonna throw some stuff out at you. He's got five titles. I mean, he went to four straight finals, three peat. Won three out of four. Then he went to three straight finals and won two back to back. That's very impressive. Talk about that, man. I say Mike, Kobe, LeBron, my goat, top three in that order. You know, um, you know, Kobe was, uh, you know, he was, um, he was probably the best two guard. Well, I, you know, Mike is a two. You know, you. I know what you're saying. Mike. I know what you're saying. Yeah, you. Mike is spoken for. Outside of that, right. you know, what I'm saying you saying. Yeah, like I say, like you know, if I had a, if I had a starting five of all time, mm-hmm. I would struggle with, at that that four position. You know, I would struggle with that power four with Malone, Duncan, KG, Dirk. Like, who's gonna fill that spot, Bird? Mm-hmm. You know, but my one through my one through four. Well, my one through three and my five would be LeBron at the point, mm-hmm. uh, Kobe at the two, Mike at the three, Shaq at the five. Yeah, I like that. I like that. You can throw whatever four you want in, KD, KG, Duncan. You know what I'm saying? You can throw Elijah on at the four if you wanted to. Uh, Ooh, that'd be good. That one through three, oh, my God. So you got best defense, impenetrable defense, and killers, and killers. I um, mm-hmm. I got so this is the Kobe Bryant is one of six players with thirty thousand plus points, and here are the guys in order: Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know he's the all-time leading scorer. I don't have his actual points in front of me. I think it's thirty-eight thousand or something like crazy like that. Carl Malone, LeBron, who just passed him, which was eerie. Kobe at 33,643 points. 
MJ, and Wilt. That's it. I got. I hope I'm not wrong. I, and then you got Dirk. I think is after that. He's just under thirty. It's not a lot of guys in the twenty six thousand mark either. And I think Carmelo's there. So that twenty six thousand mark. Just think about it. It's only six people in, that's got thirty thousand points all time. And then it's not that many people with just 26,000 points. Like, that's another category. So that 26,000 to 30 is like a 4,000 more points. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So to be in that 30,000 point score category, Kobe's fourth all time, or as recently as third. And so I look at the five titles, the one MVP, probably should have got another one. Um, his defensive uh, first team, second team, all defense. He went to seven finals. Seven finals. Five for seven in the final. You know, he won five out of the seven. He. This is the thing. He went to four straight finals, won three, and then went to another three straight, won two. I think people forget about that in their argument. I got uh, my top five now, and I was arguing with this dude. And I know you got to go, but I was arguing with this dude. He was making all the great points about the stats, and his stats were on point. I, I, I wouldn't even argue with him with that. I just think he didn't like Kobe. He had Kobe ranked 13th. And I'm like, if he's not in your top 10, you're just like, you're just a hater. I don't, I don't care if you don't have him five. Like, you know, you don't have him as high as I do, but he's in you. He got to be in your top 10. Like, you come on, man. <laughs> like, is he, so I kept asking the guy, is he the second best two guard ever? He wouldn't answer the question. The myth of Kobe is, and we talked about it, is that Kobe took a lot of bad shots, but he was quite efficient. For a person that scored 33,643 points, he was 45% f- f- uh, field goal for his career. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. What was Mike, 51? Mike was 50, dead on. He's 49,999. 50, so it was 50, you know what I'm saying. And if you take out the Wizards years, it was probably higher. It's probably like 52, you know. That's so, impressive. Right. That is impressive. So, for, uh, you know, like... We didn't appreciate 45 as much because we kept comparing him to Mike. And I think that was the biggest thing for Kobe is that we kept comparing him to Mike. Mike was 50. But now in hindsight, 45, you see Harden. Harden's, you know, he's got some games where he's like at 42% consistently, you know. And, you know, and uh, so I I don't know. I, I think Kobe was, I think he was slightly underrated. Um, and, uh, what do you think about the 81 point game? Man, that was phenomenal. Toronto in LA. Okay. Yeah, that that was phenomenal, man. Like, you know, it was like watching the video games, like playing 2K. I think he said, he said he, I think he said he made 2000 shots that summer. So, what do you think about his last game, that 60-point game? That was impressive, man, because no matter what people say, oh, they weren't playing no D. Nah, they, they was, was playing, playing D. Ball game. They was playing and D. And he was making some tough shots, defense and all. Those are tough shots. Balling away, three-pointers. You can't script that. You got to make it happen. 
And I don't care what anybody say. If you look at the, and I, and I didn't do this research. He took 50, 50 shots to do make 60 points. But I think he shot close to 48% that game. <laughs> Somewhere in that park. He was locked in, man. He was locked in. And, um, you know, a side note of that game, a lot of people don't know. Gordon Hayward uh, was at the line when Kobe was trying to make his 58, 59th and 60 points, and Kobe made the 59th yeah. point, Gordon Hayward looked at the referee, made eye contact. Gordon Hayward intentionally got a lane violation just in case Kobe missed. That's how much respect the NBA got for Kobe. Oh, wow. Yeah. He, you know, he, you know, like you think you're, you, you up here busting my ass. And I know it's your last game. We want to win the game, too. And I look at the ref like, I'm taking a lane violation because I want this man to get 60. Lastly, um, what would you think would happen? I, I say Kobe was the 31-year version of Mike for throughout his career. I think probably athletically that was the best version of Mike. I prefer the 34-year-old Mike a lot of times, but just from a pure athletic standpoint, what would happen if MJ and Mike met each other in their primes? How would that go? If you say if if, if MJ and uh, Cole would have met him in their primes, yeah, in their primes. 31-year-old yeah, no. Mike versus 27-year-old Mike. I mean Kobe. Man, that would have been epic. Uh, I think um, it 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 really would depend. A lot of it, you know, really would depend depend on the team dynamic. Because when it comes to ability and skill, you know, you're splitting hairs between the two. So it really have to come down to the dynamic of the team and what they're doing. But you know, just for, yeah. if you just said from a one on one perspective, yeah. just a one on one perspective. Yeah. Um, man, from a one on one perspective, I would probably have to put my money on Mike because Mike was stronger. I would think Mike would get Kobe more defensive fits than Kobe would get Mike defensive fits. And that's why you on here. That's the difference. That's it. That's the difference. I, I watched the games they played over the years. Kobe, you know, Jordan at 35, when he met Kobe at 33, 34, 35, Kobe had them young legs. And there's one thing to have them young legs and not have them nicks and knacks and your ankle ain't hurting, your knee ain't bothering, your finger ain't dissing, you know, you know, all that. It's nice to have them young legs. So, but that would be the one thing. Because I saw Kobe had trouble stopping a 40-year-old Michael Jordan in the post. So, I mean, obviously at that time, Jordan wasn't as, you know, athletic. But I remember when Kobe went out for that. Yeah, yeah, when Kobe went for that 55 on Mike at the uh, Staples Center, a lot of people don't realize Mike guarded him in the second half and held him to 14 points. He didn't really guard him for that first 40. (laughs) But that second half, he got two offensive fouls on Kobe. And I, I, I think I'm going to tell you this. I agree with you 100 percent. But I'll say this, man, he would have gave Mike a Mike would have had nightmares thinking about him. 
And vice versa. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, nightmares like he would have never had they with can't. any other player in his life. Right, they can't wait to play each other. Yeah, they would have brought the best out of him. Uh, you know, and, and LeBron, he's just a freakish athlete, man, and he can shoot. He's a very strong, fast individual that can shoot, and that's what separates him, and he's a good passer, and he's very smart. Mm-hmm. But his athletic capability, being able to get the rebound and run the floor, he can literally defend one through five positions. Um, you know, I mean, how many guys in the NBA can play one through five and defend one through five? I mean, I mean that's what makes that's the case for his goat legacy. Um, I um, have Jordan one, Kareem two, Magic three, Kobe four, LeBron five. Because um, I take in effect of the accomplishments just as much as your attributes as a player. You know, they're five, yep. and and then being all time leading scorer. I try not to look at eras because it's so hard, but. Um, you think you think what what you think Magic would have had for uh, Magic in his prime and LeBron? The, Magic was one of the most fierce competitors. Him, Bird, Jordan, they all they all like we were playing ball. They they're fierce, right? And Magic, the difference between Magic and LeBron to me is LeBron needs to score. He's a good passer, but he also needs to score, right, to be effective. Magic didn't need to score. Magic was the game. Magic can control that game. So it would have been an interesting chess match. And, you know, I think, you know, it would have been just like Kobe and uh, Jordan playing each other. It would have been something to see because, uh, you know, Magic was phenomenal. Magic, you know, only thing Magic wasn't as athletic as LeBron but Magic, could, you know, he he can play all the positions on the floor. You know, the point, the two, the three, the four, and five if you need them. And, you know, it was Magic was one of the I, – I, Magic was a hell of a passer. I, I've never seen anything like that. He, you know, when he – you know, just how he got out on that court. And he was – I mean, he was just – he was just different. He can just – he had genius level IQ on that court. Cause he can see something, he can he can make you open. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, it's funny, man. Back in high school, I remember Green, yeah. Coach Green, to get get out there and run up and down in some of the scrimmages. And boy, I swear he thought he was magic. <laughs> oh, he thought he was NJ, man. He thought he was magic. He thought he was magic. He's like Brewer. <laughs> Making that shot, <laughs> man. Tell everybody about that time when you uh, and I let you go. Tell everybody about that time when you popped Coach Green. <laughs> oh man, he's <laughs> like, You ain't be me, mug. <laughs> I was like, Yep, I believe I did, Coach. He was like, Nah, you ain't be me, man. You a scrub. <laughs> man, this is my this is my brother from another mother, man. We went to uh. We went to Toronto uh, just before there was like the iPhone came out, you know. And if we had video of that, y'all don't. We couldn't even tell you the stories. I don't think they'd believe us. Like, oh yeah, we was down there and that hoop it up, dominating, 
dominant. We was, the name of our team was Point Game. Like, people was laughing at our name, and then it'd be Point Game. they like, Point Game? <laughs> uh, uh, like, I see why these guys play game. Yeah, that was some good competition, man. That was a uh, Top Gun uh, league, too. Oh, but, yeah, that was tough. Uh, I mean, we was always undersized, but I mean, me, you, and Dre, hell, I'm just six feet. Dre about six, six, one. I was five, eight uh, of all the five, eight. Yeah, that was Yeah, tough. so everybody we played was bigger than this, man. On average, I would say the average height was probably six, five. What do we, we ran that, uh, we basically ran a Princeton offense where it was ISO, you ain't got it. Pass to pass to left or right, pick away. ISO, you ain't got it. Pick away. Somebody set a screen, hit a back pick. You know what I'm saying? It was just too much confusion. They did not know what to do. Like, if you, okay, you can stay in front of me for a second. I can't get my shot off. Oh, your turn, shot. Oh, you can't get off. Oh, uh, Dre can't get it off. Okay, back pick. Oh, layup. You know, they was. It was fit. Yeah, man. It was and that comes from us just knowing each other's game, you know, playing for so long, going back from high school, playing after high school and these leagues and stuff, man. You know, when you when you know your guys and everybody know what to do, man, that make the game that much easier, you and, know. And we was locked but, uh, down defenders, man. Locked. And we all could still locked down defense and you couldn't leave neither one of us open. None of us open. It was like you was going to pay for it. We was the Warriors before the Warriors. Nobody ever believed that. But, man, I appreciate you coming on. You know you're going to be back on here, Rob, man. I appreciate it. Before I let you go, because I know you got to go pick up your daughter. Yes, sir. What, what do you remember? The, what's, what is going to be the thing you remember the most about Kobe? Man, just uh, looking forward to watching him play playoffs, man, in the summertime. Well, not like it, man. It was it was almost like back in the day when we, we, we couldn't wait to watch Michael Jordan mm-hmm. play the Pistons in the early 90s. And then, you know, him and the Knicks in the 90s and and, and then the Rockets and, 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 and the Magic. I mean, you know, just watching those playoff games, those battles, man, it was no player ever that I looked forward to. I would think about the games a week before the game, Mike. Mm-hmm. Cole was the same way, man. Playoff mm-hmm. time, you wanted to see what this boy was going to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and you he know was, they he 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 was fun to see, man. But one of the greatest to ever do it, man. One of the greatest to ever do yeah. it, and for those cats that think LeBron is just better than Kobe, I mean, there was times he was during you know as Kobe got older. But it, I would tell everybody go check out that Olympic scrimmage between Kobe and LeBron. Go watch it. Go pull it up on YouTube. LeBron came out smoking, smoking. They they had Kobe squad down. I think this is 08. And Kobe's in his prime, but he's like not quite in his prime prime, but he's at the end of it. And uh, LeBron, they they up by like 20. LeBron just, you know, catching oops, just coming down. Him and Jay Kidd just, you know, going to work. But Kobe stayed the course. Kobe stayed the course, just kept shooting, kept shooting. And they got to that fourth quarter. Kobe got it within like four with about a minute to go and brought that boy home. I mean, hit two dagger threes, I believe. And LeBron tried, had the chance to win the game, and he missed. And that, I think that's the difference. Like, Kobe, LeBron is the man. But LeBron don't play with that killer all the time. Kobe, 
Kobe was a savage. Yeah. Kobe yeah, was a Kobe savage. Was mouth, yeah, that, that you know, Mike and Kobe, they they were born with that killer. It was already in them, man. It was it was it was uh it was instinctive, you know, and it was a learned behavior from yes. LeBron. LeBron loved to compete. He was a great athlete, but to have that killer and to instill it in his teammate, that took time. It took a maturation process. You think but that's he got because, it now. You do think that's because he it got gave, it now, baby. You think it was because he I don't know if he always has it. I think a game comes so easy to him that he never he never had to fight for well and when he won his first title, when he went into Boston that game 6, I I, I don't know anybody that I ever seen play that has stopped that, including Jordan and Kobe. That guy right there was a, that that game 6 in Boston down 3-2. Uh, he, but what did he do? He was on the box. What do we always say about LeBron? Get in the box. Get in the box. Get in the post. Get in the post. Get on that elbow. You know, he refuses yep. to go down there. I don't know why. He's unguardable down there. He's got good moves down there. I don't know. But I'll let you yeah, go, that, man. And that, was only, oh. that was my only two knocks on – not knocks. Well, yeah, knocks that, that you know, differentiators between him and uh, uh, Mike and, and, and Kobe is – you know, like you say, he didn't go to the post. He's such a beast. No, no one, two, or three will guard you. So if you get caught on the switch or a mismatch at the one, two, or three, which you gonna have to swing man on you anyway, most likely, abuse him down there. And he got you know? the fadeaways, and he's got the drop steps. So he's got all the he's got all the MJ moves in the post, all the Kobe moves in the post. It, it, just, it I, just took him fourteen years to get there for some reason. You know what I'm saying? Just from that from that skill set perspective. But yeah, like everything else you said, like you said, it came to so easily from his athleticism. I mean, you ain't never seen nobody six nine, two fifty barreling down on you like that. <laughs> right? Like he shacked He just shacked the power forwards of the small forwards, and like he's he's an unbelievable player. Uh, man, we're going to be on here talking about more basketball with y'all. I got to let my brother go. I appreciate you coming on here for the culture. Man, I love you, bro. All right. I'll holler All right, at you. I love you, man. Appreciate it. We'll do it again. we do it again, man. I'll holler at you. Yes, sir. One. One.